0: Hello everyone, Bill Wilson, senior editor of Supermarket News with another episode of SN Off The Shelf. Last month I was at Grocery Shop 2023 in Las Vegas where I had the opportunity to talk with Chad Fox, who is a vice president and chief marketing officer for Dollar General. And we talked about the discount retailers strategy when it comes to retail media. So enjoy the interview. So no, talk about uh, Dollar General's uh, retail media strategy because it does differ from the norm yeah so um, so from
1: a retail media standpoint for us it really started more with you know the move to digital media just as as a marketing team as a marketing department and the realization that in the world of digital media um, in order to reach the rural customer uh, you have to have some certain things in place one, you need a really strong set of first-party data. And secondly, uh, you need the ability to do closed-loop measurement, uh, both incrementality and attribution. And, um, and when we realized that and we put those steps in place to make us just a stronger marketing team and the ability to generate demand for our company, then we realized, hey, we've got you know um, a large number of vendors or suppliers that um, are making the transition same transition as us out of linear and terrestrial media into digital media. And uh, they are unknowingly um, optimizing out of rural America. We can help them with that. And um, so that really was the insight that that you know gave birth to the idea of we've got a strong you know value proposition that is very differentiating um you know versus other retail media we've got a reason for going to do this and we can grow mm-hmm. our adver- or our vendors businesses
0: um while also growing our own business i believe you said a lot of your retail media is off-site that's right you want, you want to talk about that approach yeah or, and, and how that and
1: works no that's a, it's a great question and so because of you know it's the unique nature of our footprint and you know nearly twenty thousand stores in rural in rural america Um, We also have a very unique customer set, and uh, so our data, we have, you know, roughly 90 million unique customer profiles with 1,400 um, derived attributes that can be appended to them. So that's really the foundation of everything. And because of that, we do tend to go to market more as an audience provider uh, that, that, you know, that is able to deliver this extended unduplicated reach. Uh, to our advertisers and because it's an audience provider we go where that audience is and um, So we were most others start on-site in an in-app lowest funnel And that's where they're building out retail media first and they're starting to kind of dabble with going off-site We had that Um, I think we all know we don't have you know a massive uh, digital commerce business Um, but uh, but we have this unique audience that so we went off-site and so our first partnership that we struck was with the Trade Desk um, because you know, it's the open internet, right? And so to, to be able to reach those customers where they are. And then we started asking ourselves, okay, well, what other partners do we want to bring on? We got to be able to leverage our deterministic first party data. We need to be able to close the loop. Um, if we can't do that, I mean, those are table stakes for being retail media and we need to be able to extend the reach beyond what we have with Trade Desk and there needs to be a demand for it. So we very quickly added Meta um, and we were a first to market in retail media with Meta to be able to push our audiences there and close the loop. No one else still is able to do that other than us and we just finished up our alpha with Google specifically on YouTube to do the exact same thing, another first to market.
0: So you you, you just mentioned two first market innovations. Yeah. Are there others that you can talk about that Dollar General has really set the set the stage for? Uh, those are the two biggest ones. I mean, yeah. we've been at this for a year and a half, and
1: um, and again, we launched with trade desk and then a fast follow with those two. Uh, we have others on the roadmap that are coming, um, but um, but you know,
0: nothing that I really want to speak to right now. Yeah, totally. Um, So talk about the younger shopper, you know, uh, the ones that are more digitally centric. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you finding yourself really starting to um, cater to that audience and and in what way do you think?
1: Yeah, I would say um, when you look at our customer base, whether that's our attitudinal and behavioral segmentation, more traditional segmentation study, or what we see in the first party data. And there's a very strong correlation to the behaviors, you know, uh, that we see there um you know our we over index on our customer being a um the millennial generation Uh, you know and and now they're to the point where they're older millennials but um i would say that that's certainly um you know the center of who our customer set is Um, those customers over index on being multicultural they over index on being uh larger households Um, and they over-index on being digitally engaged so um, you know I've been at DG for four and a half years whenever I first got there I would say the DG customer was probably lagging the rest of the country on digital engagement but the growth the, the growth rate was outpacing the US now our customers caught up to the US and digital is just who they are and um but when so when you think of their in digital engagement with dg the number one reason that they come to our site um, every week is to look at digital coupons Um, we've been doing that since 2014 so we built that behavior over you know the last nine nearly ten years um the number two reason they come is to look at our weekly ad and you heard me talking there about um the weekly ad moving from it being a PDF experience, which mm-hmm. is pretty much what all grocers have today, but mm-hmm. to be a more digitally immersive experience where you can just move things over and put them in, you know, on your shopping list and have a running tally. Uh, but the number three reason that customers, you know, come to the site and come to the app, and this really, you know, came about over the last three years during the pandemic, is for pre-shopping activity. Does DG have it? Um, you know what is the price and is it in stock and um, as a matter of fact we launched dg pickup uh, during the pandemic it was uh, we launched it chain wide in october of 2020 and uh and the adoption rate was much lower than what we thought it would be but when we talk to customers about it they're like no i mean it's just so easy to park it's easy to get in there and you know pay for things and get out Um, i I don't necessarily need to pull up you know beside the store and get it put in the you know in in the trunk but what we found though and this was an interesting insight is the customer though they're still using the platform they're dragging things over they're putting in their cart they're seeing the um they're seeing the the you know their their basket fill up and they have the tack you know how much it's going to cost and we give them the option to apply coupons along the way or to you know, get one more and get a discounted you know, price per ounce um, or unit or whatever that may be. And so with our customer, what, we, what we've learned is one of the most embarrassing things that can happen is if they are in checkout and have you know, uh, people that they know in the community behind them or their kids, they only have so much money in their pocket or in their checking account, and everything rings up, and they don't have enough money to pay for it all. Right? And so, this enables our customer to plan it down to a penny and to extract all the savings that we're able to offer, whether it's the TPR, that's sell, that's a digital coupon. We're now introducing DG Cash Back, um, and that'll be across all customers digitally um, in the next couple of weeks to complement that. Um, and um, and so that you know that is a way that we're delivering from a digital standpoint for this digitally engaged customer, which does tend
0: to be um, the the you know millennial shopper. Can you talk about this endeavor with Meta, uh, as far as uh, what you've been getting out of it, and maybe what you hope to get out of the one with Google? Talk yeah. So, um, so
1: one is, um, you know, just the the closed loop nature of it, because that's not something anyone has been able to do before. And and I think because we went offsite first, we've been able to strike some strategic partnerships with um, with platforms other wall garden platforms out there going you know how is this retail media phenomenon going to impact us right because most retail media they think of as their own walled garden on their own site and their own app and we went out quickly and said hey let's partner Um, so to be able to partner and um, and get to a clean room environment where we can share data and you know have random sampling and measure both attribution and incrementality um, I think is huge and and then like I said earlier I mean the other one is extended reach because um, you know the folks that are on the open internet there's a lot I mean a ton of incremental users and viewers that are on meta platforms that may not be you know well we may not be able to get on um, as as efficiently or the kind of engagement that we're able to get on the open internet and you know when I look at Google um, you know Google's a great partner I don't know but there's a lot of Google that it would just be cannibalistic to the trade desk but YouTube YouTube is incremental reach YouTube is a is a much different platform um, that enables us to get talk to the customer in multiple ways throughout the funnel right whether that is a higher level reach play uh, with more of an, an equity approach all the way down to more conversion
0: so in the next five years, where do you see retail media? How do you see it playing out? I mean, do you see you, Dollar General maybe going more on-site at all uh, as compared to now? Or? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so we certainly started off-site. Um, I think we've got a competitive advantage there. Um, we need to maintain or accelerate that competitive advantage. But there is no doubt that there's a lot of opportunity on-site and in the app and um and you know as we continue to um to to grow and to to increase our digital engagement with the customer from a commerce not just a product standpoint like i talked a minute ago but from a commerce standpoint that will that inventory will begin to um to manifest um, and that will start to change the ratio um, of where we are today. So, I, you know, we're at 90 10 or 80 20 is what I said earlier. Um, I think 70 30 is probably, you know, the mix that we're looking for, which would still be the inverse of everyone else um, and unique. But, you know, you look at things like our business with DoorDash and how well that's doing, there is no doubt, um, you know, the customer's been trained a certain way for, for site to home. They want it in two days and they want it for free. Um, and they've been trained a certain way um, for, um, for curbside. And, uh, and, and, and I think if you think about DG, we have 20,000 mini fulfillment centers uh, in the US, and 80% of them are in communities of 20,000 people or less. And uh, so looking at what we see with our partnership with DoorDash, there is no doubt that there's a demand for store-to-door delivery. Um, and, uh, and I think that will continue to grow, um, over the next five years, which will feed into more inventory on the side of yeah.